0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thank you for listening to the show. You listen, I'll do my very, very best to try to get you good, solid content to help get you to retirement or to get you out of that concept that the market's rigged. It's not. But man, does it certainly seem to um, work at times when you don't think it should, including riots about George Floyd or terrorism in 9-11 or wars Operation Sand Eagle or whatever it might have been or whatever it can be through COVID, through Ebola and much, much more. The market works. I don't like how fast this is recovered because I don't see an immediate path for economic recovery on big scale events in the United States, which is kind of who we are. I want to see people in Hawaii by Thanksgiving and then I'll say it's more V-shaped. But do we get there and how fast? On Friday, we're going back to the foreign and domestic side of our economies. And on the foreign side, Trump told China um, he wants them held accountable for its efforts to implement a new national security laws in China, which were deemed to be less onerous than feared. Uh, do we get a phase one deal with China and the U.S. with the whole Hong Kong situation looming? I'm not going to say Trump needs it and China needs it, but both these economic superpowers tend to do better economically when business gets done between the two of us. Whether it's fair or not, both of them have seemed to benefit. Trying to make it more fair, I get, I get. China officials have instructed major state-run agricultural companies to pause their purchases of some U.S. agricultural products. So a little bit of diplomatic wrangling or saber-rattling that could create volatility to me, and I'm like, that's not a good sign. I'm not going to say it's a deal-breaker, but it's meeting someone for the first time and they... They say hello to you, and you're like, ooh, you catch a breath of their breath, catch a whiff of their breath. You're like, ooh, that's not a good sign. So, European markets um, are benefiting from one thing that China said that doesn't really, have, well, maybe it does. They said that their manufacturing uh, came back online a little bit more last month than expected. So, European stocks took that and went well. Um, Europe is talking a lot about increasing their bond purchase program, which if I were to talk about a lot on the show, I would have 0.0 listeners. So I got to talk about it anemically COVID's still out there and it's still affecting businesses reopening. I went to a Best Buy to return something that I had ordered online. And uh, it's sad. We've got a big old table in front of the entrance, and you can't get in, and you can look in behind, and you're like, ooh, I see a lot of pretty things in there that I want to go play with. Nope, you can pick up from an order that you had online, or you can, and that's it. Um, So what I saw was a lot of inefficiency of space. I know a lot of companies have almost completely replaced their in-store sales with online sales. The problem with that is, is even if it is somewhat true, it's much more expensive to fill something online at a local store. There is a cost of business there, and uh, we'll see. It's the data will tell. The data will tell us, right? 800 516 20 teacher calls in the air. There's another story out there that Eli Lilly initiated a study of a potential COVID-19 antibody treatment in humans. Um, they're almost too much to keep up with. Moderna saying, you know, they hope to get into phase three late this fall. And I'm like, how much of this? Facebook employees are criticizing Zuckerberg's inaction over Trump. Um... Which is interesting. If you have a president who's blaming Twitter and Facebook for being liberal, companies that are squashing his conservative voice, and then to hear employees are mad at their boss for letting him be liberal with his voice while they want him to be less liberal and more conservative or something like that. I don't even know how to explain that, but um, I've had two friends contact me, and they're like, hey, I'm deleting everything on Facebook. You cool with that? Is there anything you want? Now it's time to get it. There's a little bit of backlash on Facebook on this one. Uh, I just, I, to me, it's amazing how many people put their life on Facebook and then are surprised that their marketing, their advertising, their scenes all about them. I'm good with that. Um, I find it cute <laughs> when I see something pop up in a, a ad that I was like, oh, boy, I wonder, I wonder what website I went to. For a while there, I kept seeing Chad Burton's redirect ad pop up in my screen. So I was like, I better not go to newfocusfinancial.com anymore. And where else can I go? And you go to travel and you're like, you start seeing all the vacations you can't go on. And you're like, I better find another search that they're going to steal all my redirect ads into. Anyway, Cody's in the news. I don't know how I feel about this one. This felt like a non-story, but it's, it's kind of fun because we talk about Kylie Jenner. Is she a billionaire or not? Cody shares tumbled on Fridays after Forbes reported that Kylie Jenner allegedly provided the magazine with misleading financial information about her cosmetic brands. She comes out and says, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true. But of course she said it on Instagram or Twitter or something. uh, Because that's how we communicate these days. But is she or is she not a billionaire? Is she diminished because she sold 51% of her stake in Cody in November? $600 $600 million deal valued at roughly $1.2 billion. She got into a fight with Instagram on Friday, just like, hey, I, I never wanted to be called a billionaire. I don't know about all these, these claims Cody's saying. So to me, that's just drama. And there's something to like about drama. I listened to a great podcast this weekend called The Pivot. And it was talking about sports pivoting back on, the NBA, Major League Baseball. And the NBA has decided to let Disney World host their games. It makes a lot of sense. Disney might be the happiest place on earth for fans. The White House called for sports as an essential part of the American comeback. Um, After churches, many leagues are preparing risk reduction strategies to get games going. Um, NASCAR, Major League Baseball, NHL what else do we want to watch? We're trying to figure this out, but Disney's Orlando theme park is fascinating because there's multiple arenas. It's an impressive complex. Um, major league soccer is considering moving there as well for this year. And it's got the branding of Disney, which would be pretty fascinating. Win, win, win for almost all parties. um, I don't know. It's the pivot. And Disney's run very efficiently. So trying to put a NBA basketball season, playoff season in one area, Disney could pull that off. I don't know if how many other brands could or how many other cities could, but Disney can pull that off. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, in more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. These are weird times. You just get some statements that just make you, like, your skin crawl a little bit. George Conway, the high-profile Trump critic who was married to White House counselor Kellyanne Conway, who is a high-profile Trump loyalist, it's crazy um, the times that we live in. But George Conway's group is investing a lot of money in dethroning Trump with some ad campaigns in Florida, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And you're like, how are those two married? Like let's Before we even get to the political messaging, they're like, how are these two married? They're at each other's throats in media. I don't know. I guess I'm not one to judge anyone's marriage, huh? The market has a relatively positive disposition right now. I would say maybe a lack of trust, but not a lot of selling. The narrative right now is... Blending foreign and domestic stories together. Chinese officials getting very political at what they're purchasing from the United States. If not. They don't want to take flack from the United States and social media about how they handle Hong Kong. They have an election coming up where they need to figure out who's going to be better for them to deal with, Biden or Trump. If you think those are our two choices. My sugar bugger said to me, she goes, what happens if Biden has a heart attack or Trump has a heart attack? I'm like, it's going to be a really interesting time. Well, can we not do that so I can try to get one night of sleep? European markets have been relatively decent numbers coming out of their uh, factories and manufacturing. Same thing with China today. A lot of discourse in the United States about George Floyd's death seen across the country. A lot of protests were peaceful, others featured acts of violence, property destruction that will impede recovery efforts. Um, there's no way of putting of me putting a good spin on Floyd. I could put a good spin on a hurricane. I could say, yeah, most of New Orleans was wiped out. Yes, there was a lot of death. You can always invest in the death companies like service industries. You can always invest in, you know, the reconstruction of a city. You can go after the insurance companies because, you know, insurance companies like, yeah, we just got thousands of claims and everything was flooded and we're going to just continue to lose money. That's my impression of an insurance company. Now, when insurance companies have a massive amount of claims, what do they do? They raise their premiums. So, believe it or not, sometimes short-term disasters can be good. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. China is halting some U.S. farm purchases. That was a great story last year, but COVID kind of overtook it, but it's coming back, right? GE. Um, Do you remember growing up and seeing some commercials and GE light bulbs were featured in their commercials? We bring good things living. We bring good things light. Maybe you don't remember that one. But they sold their iconic lighting business um, to a company called Savant Systems. And I'm a little bummed by that because... You're like Alexander Grant you know, You think of all the inventions, and you think of the light bulb, and you're like, that's very American, or I think it's very American. Maybe it was a German who invented it, but I think it was an American. Um, so it's a little sad, right? Death of a big brand. Savant is not publicly traded. I looked into it. But they are an Internet of Things company, an IOT. Big I, little O, big T. The Internet of Things is set to become still a growing market. It's growing right now, but it's poised well in large part because home automation. I think it's a little gimmicky. Lights on, lights off kind of thing. Um, but I like the idea that let's continue to get the refrigerator online. Let's t- continue to get light bulbs online. Why? I don't know, but it seems like a good idea. Um, so nothing is really working smoothly in home automation and, uh, you'd be wise to say, okay, I've got a speaker system and I, for some reason I have the Sonos speakers to go with my big Sony TV, to go with my big Microsoft Xbox, to go with my Comcast cable. And then I am going to go and make my life really difficult by buying a, a Netgear wireless modem. I've got five systems trying to communicate with each other, and it just doesn't work terribly well. I love my Sonos speakers, but I do wish they were Apple speakers because everything with Apple works together. Or uh, like a Roku player just announced a Roku TV and Roku speakers. I get the idea. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about So GE, moving towards direct consumer lighting channels for home automation. I think that's kind of, it's a good way to go out. Instead of a simple light bulb, you become a smart light bulb and then you fade off into the distance. Retailers adjusting their operations as protests turn violent. Hey, there was one nice thing this weekend, right? Did anyone watch the SpaceX launch? The United States is back into space. USA, USA. Russia threw some shade at us. They're like they're no longer working with the trampoline over there. I know you're saying that's the worst Russian accent I've ever heard, uh, comrades. America no longer working with trampoline. To get into space like okay yeah we get it you've been going to space for a while but you're also corrupt and elon musk is going to turn spacex into a business and take it away from the russians who have the only business right now of getting astronauts up into orbit well that changed on saturday Anyhow and anyway, you can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. One of the possibly best looters of all time. I know you're saying, be careful, Rob. this can get you laid off. But we see the destruction. We see the violence. You're going to have a reaction to that. But how about the woman who walked into a cheesecake factory through a broken window, grabbed a cheesecake, two wine glasses and a bottle of wine and just casually walked in, casually walked out. That's her looting. It made me think about the Cheesecake Factory. And I was like, let's take a look at that stock. Back in the 1990s, Cheesecake Factory was part of a thing in the United States. We wanted bigger restaurants. We wanted bigger grocery stores. We wanted bigger electronics stores. Circuit City wasn't big enough. We wanted Best Buy. The mom-and-pop bistro, not good enough, we want at Cheesecake Factory, where you can go in, and have you ever seen the menu at Cheesecake Factory? It is mind-blowing. How, how can they stay in business without a crazy amount of food wastage? Right? And then you kind of start doing a little bit of work on it, and you, you decide if it's for you or not. But that was a 90s thing of we wanted everything to go bigger. And we wanted everything more convenient and we wanted it at the mall so we can shop at Christmas and have dinner while shopping. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. But Cheesecake Factory, how are they gonna survive in time of COVID? I think it's a good question. Twenty-four thousand total employees, six hundred and eighty-six million in sales. Um they're one of the ones that oh, they've got the mall leases will they be able to get enough people in their stores after they have to socially distance correctly stock was down 40% in 3 months how will it come back um traffic foot traffic is going to be hurt sales are going to be hurt they are constantly reevaluating opening back their stores company is going to likely witness higher costs owing to the current part of the coronavirus outbreak, but also going to the future part. So in the 90s, I wanted to own a cheesecake factory because they were going from four states to eight states to 12 states to 16 to 20, and they were growing through revenue. People like me on Wall Street said, yeah, the food's delicious. We're fine with that. People are still going to malls. We're fine with that. But can you tell me a little bit about expansion? That was the story. You saw it with companies like Bed Bath & Beyond. Classic one is Pete's Coffee. When I got to the Bay Area back in the early 2000s, one of the alternatives to Starbucks was Pete's Coffee. Now there's Pete's Coffee and Phil's Coffee. Generally, guys with the name P can make coffee. We get it. Um, but Pete went in public, and they go from four stores to literally 16 in the Bay Area. And you're like, whoa, look at that growth. And you could invest in it. And then there was companies like Caribou Coffee. And Caribou Coffee, when you went into their stores, they're like, they look like ski lodges. are like, that's not cheap. The lesson to learn here is, like, when you go into a restaurant, take a look around, and you can see, like, Rainforest Café. Those are expensive. I think at one point in time, and I don't know if this is still true, but they had macaws in rainforest cafes. So you can go in and eat with bird poop near you. Great! But it was set up like a tropical forest. You can hear the thunder roll in. And that's not cheap. That presentation's expensive. Is it cheap? Yes. Is the food cheap? Yes. But the cost of entertainment, it kind of draws tourists in, right? So take a look at the restaurants that you want to own as an investor and the ones that you don't. I could make a case for Cheesecake Factory when they're in four states. I can't now that they're saturated. And I may miss it. I I know they're down a lot because of COVID. I know that they'll see some business come back. Absolutely. But it doesn't fit my investor case. Uh, I still want to see how restaurants deal with higher costs going forward. To make us feel better, I, I think they're going to have to be a little bit cleaner, right? I, and again, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, Cheesecake Factory, for their part, they're updated their mobile payment app. Cute. Not a game changer. Not like Starbucks mobile app. Um, they've got something called Cake Pay cake peg, get it cheesecake. They've signed an exclusive national delivery partnership with Doordash. Um, I'm not too many question marks there. eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air so that's the whole story started with a looter who walks into a cheesecake factory, has her cake, leaves with it and two eyeglasses and it's like, well, that's a pretty civil riot person just needs cheesecake right and you're like careful rob careful 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air nasa and spacex accomplished quite a feat on saturday they launched u.s astronauts off of uh, american soil and into space for the first time since 2011 it's kind of interesting i know a lot of kids between the age of like four and probably 12 13 that watched it and then they started um drawing pictures of rockets and stuff like that's kind of cool SpaceX store had a page offering a dinosaur. Uh, that was a stuffed animal that was seen in the cockpit of the Dragon space capsule, and SpaceX is selling the same—not the same exact dinosaur, but the dinosaur that went into space. They've got a prop that they're selling on their website. Is that the future of space? If Elon Musk were to put an advertisement on on the moon, would you be happy or sad? A big old A, a big old Nike swoosh. Honey, I just have to pop the question to you tonight because such a beautiful night. Look up at the moon. Oh, it's Nike swoosh. And I said, you're truly a romantic, Rob. I am. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Not a lot of tech deals are getting done right now. So if you're a venture capitalist and you're waiting for that deal to close, activity has dropped. So far, on a year over year basis, about 70% down. Now, that's kind of interesting. Deals like small deals are done all the time with companies like Microsoft, Alphabet, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, because they got a ton of cash. And we've heard about a couple of them picking up a company here and a company there, but they're, they've been small. So deals pretty much so dried up in March. So again, if you have any investment banker friends, they're probably on suicide watch. No, they probably have enough of a nest egg built up, right? You hope so. That's a tap that'll turn back on. Investment banking will come back on. Um, But a little less mergers and acquisitions, not a bad thing right now as it allows some companies to stop and digest. During the last major recession, there was a big playbook by tech companies to buy other tech companies, like Google bought DoubleClick for three point one billion, and they started like updating and beefcaking the beefcake three thousand beefcaking their mobile advertising. So some people see you know pandemic proof kind of companies. Uber's reported bid for GrubHub as Uber's core riding sharing business gets hit. They're trying to diversify. Oh, boy. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Let's take a look at the markets. We opened lower. We've gone higher. I think in some way, shape, or form, we're all paying eye to the unrest that we're seeing in the United States. I'm paying a careful eye to the U.S.-China trade tensions. Our parents are still looking at COVID-19 and how it could alter social life. Manufacturing activity pulls off 11-year low. So we've hit a bit of a bounce economically speaking. Now we got to see how long it takes to recover and see those job numbers come back down. Um, but... I would say is that the reopening of America took a back page this weekend to the riots. But we are starting to pay very close attention to areas like New York's Chinatown. And that's one of the big COVID hotspots, former COVID hotspots. So we can see now our people going into parlors. We can see now our people going into restaurants in hard-hit places. Then we get to some places that weren't hit hard at all. And then you get to China and their manufacturing data. So a lot of paying attention right now to the man behind the mask, so to speak. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. I do appreciate it. Uh, Chinese officials have instructed to cut back on agricultural purchases outside the united states this is what's coming next is more talk about china and recovery and load levels on airplanes we're through the we're freaked out about how many people died we'll be a little intrigued with hot spots but we can kind of see where the next level of conversation is going hopefully you can as well I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Find me online at Twitter at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Little lords, we're going to set a break. There was a controversy this weekend. Madonna posted a video of her adopted son doing a Michael Jackson dance. It's the military one of we don't belong or something like that. And it kind of has a riot sound to it underneath marching in the streets. And it was that time in the world where Michael Jackson kind of thought he was dressing up as a a disco general brigadier kind of guy or something like that. It was a little strange. Madonna's kid is dancing to it, and it's it's supposed to be all about the protests. And it came across as tone deaf. But what came across as tone deaf to me is like he's thirty, and it looks like he's living with mom. I'm like, whoa! I didn't mind the dance. I didn't mind the the political statement. I didn't mind you know Madonna using her Instagram account to push her kid. I whatever, who cares? But I'm like, he's still living at home. There's nothing wrong with that. It's more of a sign in the times, and it 's a great way of saving money. Uh, my father passed away from cancer many, many years ago, too many for me to even twenty five roughly and I spent a year you know I moved back with my mother just to like uh, help her with the bills and help her like you know the transition because she had no clue. I had a second place I was running back and forth, but I spent most nights with her, just like you know, stand up and talking to her because she raised five boys and a girl. And like she, I thought she wasn't ready for it. And she, even the social side of it on top of the financial side, one of the best things you can do is live with this, uh, one of your parents for a period of time. Later in life, you get to talk to them and say, hey, you know, how did you meet dad? And oh, it's, it's heaven. But it's also a financial situation. It's very real for a lot of people. Don't ever let anyone like me shame you into not doing something like that. Because if you're saving 1000 thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand $2,000, 3000 4000 a month because you live with mom and dad and you're 30 and, you know, people are putting social pressure on you to go get married, screw them. Save the money. Make life a little bit easier. You'll get married when you're 40. I had a playwright teacher in college. Awesome man. Teach me. Uh, he goes, Rob, like, he's like, you're an amazing writer. And you're going to do amazing things. But you don't have to write the great American novel when you're 22, 23, or 24. Nor when you're 25, 26, or 27. You can wait till you're 60. And I was like, that takes a lot of pressure off. I know what you're saying. That makes no sense. You're right. 800 1220 to get your calls in the air. Chipotle climbs as analysts project 17% upside for the stock. One of the nice things for Chipotle is they've been working with food safety issues for a few years now. It got them into a lot of trouble. They seemed to put in place a lot of things that other restaurants are for the first time putting in place. I get the upside. When you go out to look at food right now, it's spotty at best. You're like, I've made myself chicken and rice for 47 days in a row. I want to go to a place that has spicy chicken like Chipotle. I get it. So I see upside there too. And they've done a good thing of turning everything digital, which we thought was a play on the millennials. turned out it's a play on COVID. If you could pay with your phone, like, there's a couple retailers that you go to, like, you got that Apple Pay, contactless Pay? (laughs) And when they don't, you're like, ew, you're touching my credit (coughs) card. But doesn't it look a little weird to see a person touch a credit card all of a sudden? Keep in mind, this was one of the best days of my life when we went, you know, pay at the pump. Not because I was afraid of someone touching my credit card. It's just because I didn't want to stand in line. I didn't have that time, that four minutes of that person going, oh, I don't know if I've got cash or a credit card. Let me look through my purse. I hated it. Pay at the pump was the best day of my life. But now the idea of someone touching your credit card, it seems kind of ooky. Big conversation I had with my neighbors over the weekend. Because they are my average Joe, and I am their their financial guy, they're like so what's what's going to happen I, I I do think we're going to see some inflation, not this year next year. I don't see how the airlines continue to provide relatively cheap flights across the country on a bus. The whole idea of getting on a plane with two hundred other people and going across the country and spending. to fly to New York and $300 to fly back is pretty darn cheap. It's pretty good value. But I don't see how they would do it. I I think they're going to have to raise prices. Or it's going to look different. Um, There's an airline in Europe called Ryanair. And I don't know if Ryan is Captain Orion I don't know if it's an Irish airline, but let's just, for the sake of the story, say it is. A few years ago, to be competitive, they floated the idea of... They're, they're like a, a poor man's southwest, so more of a spirit airway. They do just nothing fancy kind of things. Um, I think they had like a situation where there's, they tried to charge you to go to the bathroom. I think that flopped on them, but you get the idea... A couple of years ago, they were talking about, "Hey, we want to strap people in. We want to take seats out. We just want to strap them in because we can get more people in." Would you do that to keep things cheap? I think we're going to see some inflation in restaurants, and I think we're going to see some inflation in airlines. So, I think the CPI (consumer price inflation) will go up because I don't see how res- I don't see how they can. The restaurants don't have that much wiggle room. And airlines, their wiggle room is getting tighter and tighter with capacity cuts. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Each calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. There was a slight positive, and I was trying to turn this into a story, but it's not really that good of a story. But um, Gilead saw an expansion on um, the rims devere. It is a treatment for covid it is not a cure for covid it is not a vaccine there's finding how many more people are staying alive longer who are at risk due to breathing issues and it's nice you know here's a good thing that's coming out of covid is gilead will have more evidence on a drug that has helped a lot of people potentially help a lot more people in the future not tied towards covid but tied towards some other antiviral issues there's some positives. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com.